1: and welcome to the Embracing Your Unlimited Possibility Show. I am your host, Carol A. Briney, and I am thrilled to be here with you as we walk on our path of never-ending joyous expansion together. My guest today is the president of MJC & Company. She is a sales trainer that does not just teach theory. MJ has first-hand knowledge of sales training from spending years in the trenches. MJ has closed over $14 million a year in front-end contracts while working for a national company in a male-dominated business. This lady, Dynamo, was so exceptional at closing business, she was dubbed the cleanup crew for the entire company. MJ taught herself the skills needed to understand the customer's wants and needs, thus saving the sale when it was headed for the dumpster because of another salesperson's lack of skill. MJ now teaches those very same skills to people all over the country. Not only is MJ one of the best sales trainers in the business, she is also an author with three top books on Amazon, Please welcome the dynamic and energetic M.J. Calloway to the show today.
2: Carol, thank you so much for that fabulous intro. Great job there.
1: Well, thank you. It's how I feel.
2: <laughs> Loved it.
1: Great, great. We're so happy to be here. I got up this morning. I was just couldn't wait for it to to be time to to do your interview because I just love having you on the show. I love your energy and I love what you share with people.
2: I was excited also because you are so much fun to have a conversation with and I thought we're going to have so much info to give to people that I hope we get all of it in our time together.
1: Right. Well, sometimes what happens is we run out of time because this show just flies by So if we do run out of time, we will just book another show together because I know that the listeners are going to love the content that you give today because it's also pertinent actually to everyday life. So with your permission, I am going to get started right into this so we can give as much great content as possible. Let's go. Okay. This show is titled Embracing Your Unlimited Possibilities, as you know. And I know that you focus as a sales trainer on professional salespeople mostly to help them to hone their craft to get better at closing the deal. However, since we are all salespeople at one time or another in our lives, can you explain how learning proper sales techniques can help all of us reach our goals in our daily lives?
2: Absolutely. We actually, research shows that everybody moves people, meaning we sell something every single day. And in fact, studies show 24 minutes of every hour, we are moving somebody to do something for us. And with that in mind, some key things to keep in mind whenever you're trying to get someone to do something that you need accomplished or you would like them to do for you is looking at it from their perspective. How can you help them achieve what they want to help you achieve what you want? And if I could share an example of that, it would probably help. Is that okay, Carol?
1: Sure, I'd love to hear it.
2: I was one of the volunteers that pulled together an event for ICF Pittsburgh which is International Coaches Federation the Pittsburgh chapter and we needed to do testimonial videos i needed to find a space a photographer clients who would agree to have the to be taped and it was all for zero budget i didn't have a budget for it. i did find a local business club that would allow us to use their space the club also donated the time two rooms, and the videographer donated his services. What I did there was I had mentioned to the event planner, we're having this, our clients are going to be CEOs. CEOs, most of them have not been to your club yet. It would be great exposure for your club for them to videotape here. So I was using something that they needed. They need new members. They need more people to be in their club to see how great their club is. By using that, I was able to also get what I needed by helping them get what they needed.
1: It makes sense. You know, I often, I often think about moms who run families. If you have children, you are selling every single day.
2: Absolutely. Same with teachers. Teachers are selling education every single day.
1: And so by what you said, giving them what they need first, getting their buy-in that this is going to be good for them, it's all going to come around to be good for you, too.
2: Right. The other thing, too, with trying to have someone buy into what you want is to give them two options. When you give two options then they're, in their head they're choosing one of the two options rather than giving them a yes or no. When you give them a yes or no, you might not get the yes that you want. You end up getting the no. So you can eliminate that by giving them two options.
1: That makes sense. That's really good advice. Thank you for sharing that.
2: You're welcome.
1: What is it, What, in your opinion, why has sales gotten such a bad rap over the ages? You know, some people just cringe when they hear the word salesperson.
2: I know. And it's, sales is such a unique industry and such a unique field. And it is a shame that people do have that mindset about it. And it goes back to a couple of movies. It goes back to that old Glengarry movie that was made about selling you know, Bad Land in Florida. And then we had the one, um, The Wolf on Wall Street. So we have these movies that put this horrible image of salespeople in everybody's head. And when we think of it, we're all in sales. So when somebody asks someone else on a date, you know, that person is selling that person on having a date with them. When we order something in a restaurant, and the server asks for a drink or appetizers or dessert, she's selling. Every day we're selling. So taking that, looking at it from that perspective rather than, oh, this person is a salesperson. When we look at the person rather than a salesperson as a guide, someone helping us, because they are trying to help us get what we want.
1: And I guess that's the p- important thing for people to hear right there is if, as a salesperson, you work to help someone get what they want, instead of what you want, give them what they want, they'll perceive you in a completely different way. Am I right?
2: Yes, you are right. And that is if a salesperson is thinking about, getting the next sale or they need this sale or how can I get them to buy this product? The salesperson is in their own head and they're not focused on that customer. By focusing on that customer, it becomes a win-win for both of them. Nobody wants to feel like they've been sold. People love to buy, but they don't want to feel like they've been sold. So when we make a customer feel comfortable they connect with us. When they connect with us, they communicate with us. And then they're able to buy.
1: And actually, they're happy to buy at that point.
2: They're thrilled to buy because at that point, we have solved their problem. We have turned exactly. whatever their problem is into a solution. And then we're changing their lives. And when we think of sales that way, we can make a difference in someone's life by solving their problem and giving them a solution.
1: Once again, brilliant advice. Brilliant advice. And, and it's and it's just it's actually covers our entire lives of how we live and what we're asking from people. And in, as you have said. And we've talked about already, it's so important to give people what they want, and pretty much you'll automatically get what you want.
2: Yes, it becomes a win-win.
1: And that's the only way to live, isn't it?
2: It is. It makes life so much more enjoyable.
1: Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Well, MJ, now that you've said that, that's the perfect segue into my next question. You have been through some serious personal challenges in your life. How do you stay so positive?
2: I, yes, I have definitely been through some challenges. Um, is it okay to share? Yes. Okay. One of, and this goes back six years ago, six years ago I left a long-term marriage and started over, for my own personal safety, my personal safety was jeopardized at the time um, through my former spouse has an alcohol addiction. So my safety was really jeopardized. So I left the marriage, my home, everything was $500 and a few personal belongings when I started over. And I had taken a position in sales and the last one you had talked about where I was $14 million a year. I had taken that position because I knew it was a commission base and I knew that I could really get myself back on my feet again. And, yes, it was definitely a difficult time. What I focused on at that time was the gifts that I have been blessed with. I was so fortunate that I had the ability to go into an industry where I could make a huge commission where I could get back on my feet, where I would be able to support myself. And at the time, my son was in college. I focused on those gifts, and that allowed me to keep my positive energy going. It also, at the time, I I did a lot of Al-Anon meetings, and there were a lot of women there that didn't have those gifts. So I knew that I was so fortunate there to be able to continue focusing and striving, growing as a person. I also had huge support from friends who helped me get through that time and the way of resources.
1: You know, I love that story. I love that you're willing to share that story. The one thing I will respectfully challenge a little bit that you just said was Other women didn't have those gifts. I believe we all have gifts, and I believe that it is our choice, no matter what goes on in life, it's our choice as to how we use our gifts. Do we choose to stay as a victim, or do we choose, like you did, to move forward See, I believe that the source of this universe loves us all equally. So he has given us all gifts to use. And the basis of our life is in choice. What do we choose to do with what happens to us? Because crap happens to all of us at some point. You know, some some not as bad as others, but it happens to all of us. How do you choose to move forward? And so I applaud you because you chose to do something about it. You could have also sat at the Al-Anon meeting and said, oh, woe is me. I have nothing. There's nothing. My life is over. And you didn't make that choice. Does Thank that make sense? So.
2: It it does. And I will say I did not look at it that way at the time. Um, We all do have choices. You're absolutely right. And we all have different gifts. When I mentioned that I was so fortunate to have those gifts, it was the gift of being able to be sociable, being able to, to pick myself back up, you know, when times are down, to be able to connect with others, to be able to also learn. I'm so fortunate to have a short learning curve. The industry that I was in It was construction and building, and I didn't know anything about that industry. In fact, one time they were talking about headers and footers, and I thought they were talking about a Word document. That's how much I didn't know. So fortunately I have that short learning curve. So those were the gifts that I had when I was thinking about I was fortunate to have those gifts. Those were the ones that I was talking about. You're absolutely right. We do have a choice. And every day when we get up, we have a choice. We can either stay in a negative mood or we can turn it around into a positive mood. It's up to us.
1: Exactly. And and I'd like to make that distinction because I have so many powerful men and women on this show who say, I had no choice. I just did. And um and and they did something right. They did something positive. They moved their life forward. But they did have a choice. Yeah. You know, they chose wisely. They chose to to trust themselves and to trust the source of this universe and to move on. They could have also cho- chosen, uh well, now I have to go on welfare and stay there. Now I have to be homeless and stay there. You know, so I always like to, to pat people on the back who have made the choice to be strong and move forward.
2: Thank you. I'll take that pat on the back. I appreciate it.
1: <laughs> you are welcome.
2: It, and with one of the things, too, with choice The one question I always ask myself, and I use this question with my clients and other people, too, when I have someone at at a networking event and they'll say, oh, my goodness, I just can't do this, and, you know, I have them stop, flip it. Let's look at this differently. And the question that I always ask is, how can I make this work? Not it won't work. It's never going to work. Switch it to, how can I make this work? What can I do to make this work?
1: Powerful question. Powerful way of flipping it and a powerful way to live.
2: It makes a difference in your life because the no doesn't even come into play. You've taken that option of it not working out. You've eliminated it by saying, how can I make this work? And it might not work the way you want it to work. However, that question gives you options. It gives you the opportunity to look at it from a different perspective. And it puts you in a problem-solving mode. What can I do to make this work? And we don't have to do it by ourselves. We can tap into resources, and resources are the people you know, the people they know, colleagues, family, friends. There so many different organizations, depending upon what you want to achieve, can tap into organizations.
1: There is so much out there. There's so much support. If you make the decision that you want it to happen, the support is there.
2: Yes,
1: it is. I agree. Well, thank you for sharing such dynamic thoughts, such empowering thoughts so far. We are going to take a short break, and we will be right back.
0: Have you ever felt stuck? Have you ever felt like good things happened to everyone but you? Have you ever wanted things in your life to change? If you answered yes to any of these questions, check out Carol A. Briney's book, Embracing Your Unlimited Possibilities, A Handbook for Life. For an autographed copy, go to carolabriney.com and simply click on the book. This powerful book is also available at your favorite online bookstore. Remember this, your life and your business will only grow to the extent that you are willing to learn and grow personally. So get your copy of this awesome book now because you are here to shine and you'll never know how many lives you will impact by allowing your life to shine. Welcome
1: back. I am Carol A. Briney and I am speaking to the dynamic MJ Calloway, sales coach, author, and entrepreneur. And we're talking about how learning... Good sales techniques can benefit you in every part of your life. So, MJ, we talk a lot about worthiness and how feeling unworthy is a challenge that many of us have. We all have to overcome it at some point. Have you ever faced that challenge? I mean, you are so successful now, Have you ever felt that you weren't worthy of success? And if so, how did you overcome it?
2: I take action. One of the things that I do, and I would say this is probably on a regular basis, and and by regular basis I say once a year, and I do have my clients also do this exercise. I take a look at all my accomplishments and the first time that I did this, I had, ta- I had gone all the way back to high school. And I looked at those accomplishments, and then I thought, okay, what did I need to have in order to make that a success? And then I add descriptive words to it. And I'm going to use one of my clients as an example Mary is a client of mine. She came to me when she was downsized out of a executive management position, and she was downsized for the second time. She's in her late 50s, and she was really feeling a low. She was at her lowest, I would say. She, and she was focusing all on the fear of she wouldn't get a job. When we started going back into what made her good at her previous positions, we started coming up with words like problem solver. She had the tenacity of, we would say, a pit bull. She was able to work well under stress and a deadline. When we started going through her accomplishments and adding those descriptive words, it started to boost her confidence. And when we look at that, we know we are worthy. We've been given these gifts, and we are worth success.
1: Powerful. And once again, powerful. I I love how you think and I love I love how you share it because it makes it so simple for others to hear. And that's a that's a big thing. Cuz sometimes you can make it so difficult someone just can't hear what you're saying and you have that ability to to make it simple and that is lovely
2: thank you that is i would say one of my strengths to be able to have people under to simplify it for people to understand and act upon it and that is a great exercise for listeners to go back and look at all your accomplishments and then to tag descriptive words with it And then post it, post it on a bulletin board, post it on your desk, put it on a bathroom mirror. For those days where you're feeling a little low, you need a boost of self-confidence, look at that list. Say, hey, I did this before. I can get through this. I am worthy. I can be successful.
1: I love it. I love it. I actually encourage people to keep a success journal. It is the best yeah it's the best thing to read if you ever have a down day. But sometimes in the beginning your success journal will just have tiny successes like I got up and out the door on time. That's a success if you have not done that in the past. So it's a success. Use little things. I got the kids to bed without yelling at them. <laughs> you know, if that has been a challenge, that's a success. And start building on those small successes so you will create bigger successes. And as you read through that journal, you gaze yourself at the journey your life has taken and at where you were giving these tiny little successes at one time. Now you're doing big, booming, great things. And how cool is that?
2: Carol, that's great great. It also shows growth and development. You can see by having that with the small successes and then moving into midsize and larger ones, you can see your growth. That's an awesome idea.
1: Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. We, we encourage that all the time for people. Because so many times we can get down on ourselves or we can listen to somebody who, who helps us get down on ourselves. Even though my favorite saying in this world is what other people think of you is none of your business, we can get down on ourselves. And so you go back to your success journal and you read and you realize, you know what, I'm doing it. No matter what anybody says and no matter even what I think once in a while, I'm doing it. And it is good. Yes. Agree. Wonderful. Wonderful. So being a successful entrepreneur can sometimes create a lot of stress in your life. You know, I've been an entrepreneur most of my life. And, you know, it can be stressful when you don't have a boss. You know, a boss can be stressful too. But sometimes when you don't have a boss or someone telling you what to do, that can be stressful. How do you stay grounded in your your goals as an entrepreneur?
2: Oh, wonderful question to ask. Every night, I create three goals that I need to achieve the next day. When I do it at night, I know exactly what I need to do that next day. So I'm, when I wake up, I'm ready to go. I go to go to bed. This is a deadline for myself. I cannot go to bed until I have accomplished those three things. Now, if they are a large goal, I will break them down into smaller steps. For example, I'm creating new content for marketing material. Now, that has to be broken down into smaller steps because there isn't any way I could get all of that content written in one day. So I break it down into smaller steps. I also, at the beginning of each, I I write a plan So it's a map of what I want to accomplish over the year. And then I break it down into quarters. At the beginning of each month, I also break it down into what I want to accomplish over that month. So it helps me to stay on track and then I always check in. I have it posted in my home office and I'm always checking in to make sure I am on track.
1: Very good. I would think that would help with stress a lot. Is just knowing where you're going and uh, how you intend to get there.
2: Yes. And then to relieve stress, because we do need to have a balance, I love to listen to live music and to go dancing. So that's my release of stress.
1: Very good. Oh, and nature
2: walks. I call them nature walks. It's a walk. It's a daily walk. And rather than Allowing my head to think about business or what I need to do, my to-do list. It is being thankful and grateful for what is within my path. And that could be the sun is shining today. And with all the rain we've had, I am so thrilled to see the sun. So I'm grateful for that. If I come across beautiful flowers, I'm grateful for that. So it is a very intentional walk that keeps me grounded and it's a stress reliever because I'm concentrating on nature.
1: Great advice. Great advice. Listeners, heed some of this advice. Um, this is a very successful woman who is sharing some of her ways of, of getting to that success and keeping the success and staying grounded during the success, which is very, very important. So, MJ, what message do you have for other entrepreneurs? If you had something that you'd like to share, um, some tidbit of wisdom, what is that message?
2: Two things. The one I will say is to implement that how can I make this work into your life, both personal and professional. That would be my definitely one of the messages. And I would say both of these have... As much strength in keeping them into what you're doing the second one is believe in yourself believe in yourself that you can do it and those two work hand in hand when you believe in yourself you can ask the question how can I make this work and know that you will get the answer when you ask the question how can I make this work You're believing in yourself that you can do it. So those would go hand in hand. That would be the message that I would offer.
1: That's a strong point. It's good information. And um, it's something we talk about on this show quite often is believing in yourself because you are a divine being having a human experience, not the other way around. You have an entire universe backing you up. In your life so believe in yourself just like the source of this universe believes in you too MJ I know you have a lot of different trainings um, and different ways to get training from you can you explain some of what the sales training is that you do and how people could actually find it, something that that they would like to take part in.
2: Oh, thank you, Carol, for asking that question. I have a variety of different services. I have private one-on-one coaching, which is exactly as it says, one-on-one. It's customized coaching according to what my clients need at the time. And they always start with where they are. So it isn't a one-size-fits-all. Then I do group trainings, and these are public workshops. In fact, I have one coming up in August, and you'll be able to check my website at rockmoresales.com for more information about that. Carol, listeners can also email me at mj. At Rockmoresales.com. so you do the public workshops I also do on-site training where I go into companies and I will do a two-hour training a half day training or a full day training and that again is customized according to what the company corporation or organization needs I focus on the how to win back lost sales as well as the fundamentals of sales that are missing in your sales conversations. And then I, if I can add one more thing, I also do breakout sections for conferences and regional meetings.
1: Well, I'll tell you, that focusing on the sale that's going south, I've never heard anyone do that until you told me about that. And I think that is so brilliant. If, as a salesperson, you can learn how to turn that sale around, you've already put a lot of time and effort into this sale. And if for some reason it got turned around, if you learn these skills, you can bring it back and close the deal and make everybody happy.
2: And it's so much fun, too. 60% of qualified leads are lost. 60%. So imagine if you can just grab 5%, how much more effective you are and how much more revenue you are bringing in. And it's usually because you have a gap in your conversation. And it is. It's so much fun. It's so much fun to see clients who have that, aha, oh, my goodness, that's why I'm losing sales because I also cover the warning signs I also cover when you can recoup a sale, how to turn it around. So anything that ha- is related to that lost sale is what I cover.
1: And, and that's huge. It's just so powerful because, as I said, you've already put your time and your money into this. You've you know, found the lead. So for salespeople, I would think even experienced salespeople, this type of training could be invaluable.
2: Yes, I'm finding out as I continue to do these half-day workshops with big companies. In fact, I have one next week with one of the Fortune 100 companies. When I'm talking to experienced salespeople, they're like, oh, my goodness, I've gotten into such a rut that I forgot some of these fundamentals. I'm so focused on my presentation that I'm not asking questions. I'm not finding out what the recognized and unrecognized needs are. I'm just going right through my PowerPoint.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So, people, MJ gave you her website, and she gave you her email. Is there any other way people can contact you, and can you please give both of those again in case somebody wasn't ready to write it down?
2: Sure. They can also call me, and my phone number is 724 Three nine six four one six two and I'll repeat that once more seven two four three nine six four one six two My email address is MJ at rockmore sales.com and my website is the same rockmoresales.com
1: and that's r o c k m o r e .com correct
2: rockmoresales so yes the
1: beginning oh okay more- we need the sales at it okay so <laughs> even i don't listen all that well obviously <laughs> oh jeez okay now yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, there
1: you go and it's a skill I work on daily, is listening. That's a whole a whole other time for a whole other subject. <laughs> do you have anything you would like to add before we say goodbye here? Any any other little tidbit before we do our gratitudes?
2: There's, I would say I have a favorite quote, and it's one that I would like to share, because we all have moments that are not great, and it is... Life isn't about waiting for the storm to pass. It's about dancing in the rain. So embrace those possibilities. Embrace those opportunities every single day in life rather than waiting for the perfect moment. Just take that step and do it.
1: Great. Great. Thank you for sharing that. It is not the destination. It's the journey, huh? Yes. Have fun on that journey. Okay, well, MJ, thank you so much for being here. And I close out every show with a little bit on gratitude. Um, I think gratitude is an absolute game changer. I love that you talked about being grateful on your nature walk. And um, it's such a powerful way for us to live, is in appreciation and gratitude for the things we do have. And I am thankful for all of the gorgeous flowers in my yard right now. I am thankful that I get to enjoy time with my friends and family. And most of all, I appreciate you, our fabulous listeners, who choose to spend your time several times a week listening and sharing this show. You are awesome. You are appreciated. And thank you for being here. MJ, do you have anything that you would like to add?
2: Oh, thank you, Carol. I have so many things I am grateful for. However, we don't have 20 minutes to share, so I'll I'll narrow it down. I'm grateful for the opportunity to be on your show. Thank you so much for that opportunity. I am so grateful to share my wisdom with others I'm also grateful we have the sun shining today. I love the sunshine, so I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for the people in my life, my two children, who are independent grown adults, which is wonderful, and the opportunity that I get every day to do what I love.
1: I love it. That brought chills to me, so I love it. I love that part about being grateful. And so we are thankful that you are here with us today and until next
0: time. It's time to say so long for another day. Remember, you, my friend, are an awesome, wonderful, delightful, caring, fabulous, beautiful, giving, superfine, divine being here on this planet to enjoy your ever-expanding possibilities. Follow your bliss. Allow your light to shine. And by doing so you are automatically giving your best to the world. So until next time, when we will be discussing your unlimited possibilities, namaste.